welcome to all, all you sports fans. And you are all sports fans, so I welcome you to another edition of On The Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark with the C. How is everybody today? Hey, we're good. How are you, Mark? Good. I heard that. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, uh, no injuries to talk about. No illnesses. Uh, illnesses. Uh, nice day in New York today. Yesterday was nicer. How are you in the rest of the world here? How how's your? You had a cold spell last week. What's going on now? San got warm in the 70s and now it's gotten cold again it's overcast not even 60 degrees oh, so we're right. freezing but it's no crazy yeah. what about uh virginia fairfax virginia what's happening there high 50s high 50s uh, i see pennsylvania how's pennsylvania 30 30 oh <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and Michael, how's the uh, the weather in the St. Francis Hospital? <laughs> it was chilly the first two nights. I had to have them turn up the heat by my room. But now that's okay. A little chilly? A little chilly. A little chilly. All right. By the way, this is show number 96 for those who are keeping score. 96. And of course, welcome to a new month. We're in March. You know how you spell March, right? <laughs> the first four M-A-R-K-H. letters. M-A-R-K-H. Yeah, right. Yeah. March. <laughs> March. The Ides of March. March 8th? The Ides of March. 15th. March 15th. 15th is the 15th. You know, you know, I saw this uh, two years ago. This week was the last week of normalcy as as we know it to be. You know, uh, this is yeah, the beginning. True. Uh, two years ago, this was the last week. Uh, you heard things going on. I guess you bumped into people and, you know, we had no masks back in those days. Yeah. Um, no what did we do? We saw people, we started doing the elbow hello to each other. Yeah, Remember right, those right, days? Right. Mm-hmm. No one knew what was to come. Yeah, right. Personally, I had, yeah. a, had a birthday. My birthday is somewhere in, in, in March. Yeah. It's a big birthday for it me. It's going to be number 72 years ago. Right. So exactly I had a family right. party this weekend coming up and the family came over and get no one really talked about uh, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, again, family members, we didn't kiss them. We did the elbow. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. Right. Yeah. And uh, we were going to have another party for friends. The following week, mm. had to cancel it. Never, never. Mm. We, bought, we bought all the supplies yeah. for the party. You know, you spent all that money. Cancel. Sorry, sorry, because that's when it hit, when the right. uh, the crap hit the fan. All right. So now we are four weeks away from our historic 100th show. Mm. I'm I'm getting excited. You people should be getting excited. I am because you guys you guys make. The number of shows we do. I can, I'm not going to stand here alone on a blank screen and talk, mm. even though I'm good. I think uh, you would, Mark. I'm so sure good. you would. Uh, <laughs> if if you bought the uh, the commemorative uh, 100th show T-shirt, the orders are already in, so they're being made up. And once they come in, I don't want to hold on to them. I'll I'll get a few people will give them out. Uh, our special guest on March 31st at 100th show day, Glenn Consor, will be here. We have to figure out what time he's going to be coming. Sometime, one, the two times prior, he came on about 4.30. And 
and stayed about, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes, and then he left. So we'll, we'll figure, it, figure it out. Remember, he's coming on. He, he's the uh, analyst for the, uh, the Washington Wizards on TV and, uh, and radio. I th- and, uh, I, I've seen him. I, I haven't seen him on TV lately. He must be on the radio. He, most, he's 100% yeah. on the radio, but sometimes he fills on. Fills sometimes. in on, on the TV. Yeah. Well, Larry, the last game he did on TV was, was when, when he got in some trouble for the certain remarks he made. Uh, oh, is that we, right? We talked yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, a couple of few weeks ago. So I, I have the league pass, so I happen to see it. <laughs> and I want to remind you people, you're all invited to, to and I gave you the uh, an email about it, and, I, and I, you have the Zoom link for next Tuesday at seven o'clock at night for our trivia contest. If you're inter- interested, I don't know how many people are gonna be uh, coming into the Zoom cast for that uh, fun night. Trivia, trivia, not only sports. I mean, any type of trivia, I have lots of questions and we have fun. And uh, some of you have done it before, but you're all invited. You all got the Zoom link and uh, it's, it's on the same email that I gave you to come here. All right. Before we do begin, look at these two new cards I picked up this week. The names look familiar? You can see them. You can see it. Who's on the still screen right now? You can see it? Chuck no. Connors. Chuck Connors. Remember oh, Chuck yeah. Connors? He looks the same. The face is the same. The Rifleman, remember? Yes. 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 Yep. That's Zorro. What's that? Yeah. Actually, he's on one episode of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. So, uh, his real name is Kevin. Kevin Joseph Connors. No. But they get Chuck from I don't know. Maybe that was his. But they call his agent. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah. Or nineteen twenty-one. He's dead. I'm assuming he's dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. I just wanted to right. show you yeah, the rifle. You can still see the reruns every day on TV. Hey, Mark. Yes, sir. It's funny. I had this trivia question about Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors is credited in 1946 with shattering the first NBA blackboard. blackboard. Yes, I heard about that. Great. He played the NBA. Too. He played for the Celtics and then, of mm-hmm. course, in the major leagues, he played for the Cubs and the, and the Dodgers. Huh. And he was also drafted by the Bears. Didn't play. Yeah. That I did not hear. No. They probably charged them for the backboard because it's never happened before. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm sure the game was canceled or postponed, whatever. Uh, Gerald, right. what? Chuck Connors played for the Celtics in 47 and 48, 1949. He played for the Dodgers. He had one at bat. And in 1951, he played for the Cubs. He had 201 at bats. And indirectly, he shares my exact birth date. Oh, let, let me explain. Yeah. His okay. his uh, son on uh, the Rifleman, Johnny Crawford, was born on my birthday, March 26, nineteen forty six. So I don't know if there's a link there, Mark, on that. But <laughs> six foot five, two hundred pounds. Uh-huh. It says on the card. Six five. Wow. Six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't play too long. He, he, he yeah. didn't play too long. Uh, he saw, he saw, uh, yeah, Michael. Yeah, I just want to say, if I'm not mistaken, what, what Jerry said, I think when Chuck Connors played the basketball, I think his teammate was Red Holtzman. Uh, that's number one. And number two, if you want to see, if you want to see an interesting bit of trivia, it might have been in 1959 uh, in an episode of The Rifleman, 
they had a episode where there was a haberdasher who was getting uh, uh, beaten up by bad guys. One of the bad guys actually, as a cowboy, was Duke Snyder. And you actually could look, if you Google uh, Duke Snyder and the Rifleman, you'll see Duke Snyder as a bad guy. Mike, he couldn't have been a bad guy. He was my hero. He could not have been a bad guy. <laughs> All right. All right, number 96. Show number 96 and 96 are uniform numbers. Now, I don't recall too many 96. We're getting down to this nitty gritty here. Very few. But did you have any, did you find any, uh, Jerry? I, I did find some. I did find some. Bill Voissel, Neftali Feliz, Tommy Hunter, Ron Artest, Thomas Holstrom. Shelby Harris, Gary Walker, Miko Rantanen, uh, Adalius Thomas, Carlos Dunlap, Clyde Simmons, and Cortez Kennedy. And Pavel Bure. Football player. One of these guys. Pavel Bure. Right. Who? Who you got? That's right. Pavel Bure. Steve said. Pavel Bure. Right. He he wore that too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Not too many. Not too many. We're getting there. I'm going to see what you get next week for 97. It's got to be less than 96, right? All right. Thank you for that. By the way, that uh, portion of our show was sponsored by, was sponsored by picture frames. <laughs> Very important. There you go. <laughs> All right. As far as beep beeps go, and again, it's rare to find these, these names here, but I found two. Um, I found that Javon Freeman hyphen liberty so the guy's name is mr liberty or freeman liberty and who is he he's a basketball player for depaul all university the point javon freeman liberty the leading scorer in the big east oh real that mm-hmm. i didn't know yeah, so he's a big shot he's a big shot thank you and then i found a golfer his name is cameron champ c-h-a-m-p you don't get too many people whose last name is champ do you you know, no, the champ, champ no. Summers as a, as a uh, baseball player, right? But nothing. Cameron Champ, he's the current leader of yards driven on a drive. 332 yards in 16 rounds this year. I'm mm. sure that makes you very interested. <laughs> Cameron Champ. All right. What happened today in sports? Well, before today, you know what happened yesterday, right? Yes. 60 years ago. 60 years ago. Six, tell, yeah. tell us, remind Six, us, two. remind us again. Will, Will Chamberlain, 100 points against the Knicks in game played in Hershey, Pennsylvania. About 3,000 people were there. Probably 50,000 people swear they were there. Yeah. <laughs> Saw it on television. Right. Why was the game played in Hershey? Because at that time, teams played some games and outside their home markets. Like, for example, Philadelphia played some games in Hershey. The Celtics played some games in Hartford. Cincinnati used to play some games, I think, in Dayton or Cleveland. It was it was fairly common that back then. I knew that. I just wanted to make sure oh, that you know what he, you know what, uh, Mark. Yeah, yeah. He he shot twenty eight for thirty two from the foul line. That's in right. That game. Yeah. That's, that's what's even more amazing. Yeah. And, he yeah. play, and he played all forty eight minutes. Yeah. Oh, he never fouled out of a game. Right. Truly right. amazing. Right. Truly that's amazing. also I, You know, I. Maybe Gerald, you can look this up. What year was he born? I mean, like he obviously we know he's dead. Oh. Yeah, okay, okay. Probably around 1939, 1937. I wonder how old he would have been born. today. You guys know there's a total score in that game. 
According to Encyclopedia Britannica, Wilt Chamberlain, yeah. in full Wilton Norman Chamberlain, Vitamins Wilt the Stilt, Big Dipper. <laughs> he died in, in 1936. So what's the math? Yeah, he died in 1996. He would have been 86. 86? You don't right. get regular NBA games with those type of scores anymore. 169 to 147, wasn't it? Something like that? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And in his book, how many women did he claim he had sex with? <laughs> <laughs> it, a book, right? it was it's over a thousand. It was a fiction book. It wasn't. Come on, will you? Just saying. The oriented show. <laughs> anyway, also, before we get to this exact day, um, in 1935, just a couple of days ago, 35, Babe Ruth was released by the Yankees and he signs with the Boston Braves. So the Yankees gave rid of, got rid of him in 1935. In 1968, also a couple of days ago, I don't remember this. 68, 32 African nations agreed to boycott the Olympics because of the presence of South Africa. Mm -hmm. Some of you older guys maybe, uh, remember that. I do not no, remember, remember that at all. Okay. Um, and uh, also, yesterday, the same, the same day as, as the Wilt anniversary, Casey Stengel meets the 1962 Mets for the first time ever. <laughs> hey, guys, I wonder what was in his mind that first, first day, you know, the very the first, first day. Uh, the, 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 the first spring training. 40 and lose whatever the number is, 120, whatever they yeah, did. Right. But right. that was the first day. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the Yankees, right? All right. So what happened today, March 3rd? I got a couple of things what happened on this day. Okay. First of all, the first in 1875, the first documents that there was a professional hockey game, and it was uh, Montreal, of course, being the, the, the father of hockey, uh, was involved in that very, very first game. In 1920, the Montreal Canadiens scored 16 goals in one game. Wow. Wow. Beat the Quebec Bulldogs. I wonder the history of the Quebec Bulldogs if there is still a. There's no Bulldogs today, but I wonder I, if there's a, a, a lifeline there for a current team today. In 1950, oh. the National American Football League, the National American Football League reverted back to call itself the NFL after oh. just three months. <laughs> Somehow someone said, let's call ourselves the National American Football League. They said, I guess that was too long. And uh, they went back to be calling themselves the NFL. Well, they, had the, they had teams that were named after the baseball teams. Yeah. The Yankees and the yeah, Dodgers. Right. Dodgers. Same city, same city. Yeah. 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 1951. I don't recall this guy, but he played for Temple. His, his name is Bill McVie. The owl yeah. without a vowel. Bill, Bill, Bill McVie, yeah. He scored he was, 73 points, points in the game. He, he the was college game. Uh, yeah. Mark, he, he was called the owl without a vowel. Without a vowel. Right. <laughs> oh, owls, right. Also, I spelled it. I have him down M I K, so it must be M K V I. Yes. M K V I. Didn't know that. Okay. Uh 1953, the Boston, the Boston Braves baseball, who own the Milwaukee minor league franchise blocks the St. Louis Browns 
attempt mm-hmm. to shift their franchise to Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're not going there because we have the rights to there. Instead, where'd they go? Baltimore. 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 They're probably better off. And Howie, this is for you. In 1955, they, they, they officially named the ballpark the Candlestick Park. Candlestick Park. No. You're 50 it wasn't up yet. Yeah. 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 weren't there yet, Mark. Right. It wasn't there. It happened it's, the park. <laughs> it's, at, it's at Candlestick Point, they call it. Okay. Oh, That's right. Uh, in 1967, here's a good one. The Chicago White Sox were given permission to use a semi-DH. The DH came aboard in 73, we believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. So they were given permission in 67 to use a semi-DH in a spring in a preseason, you know, exhibition game during the spring right. with the home team's permission. And what they did was, and how they did it, they were actually allowed to use a pinch hitter twice in the game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait a second, DS, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Jean Beliveau. You remember him, a great yeah. Montreal Canadian. Mm-hmm. Well, in yeah. 68, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he became the second player to score 1,000 regular season points. I don't know who the first one was. Was it Gordie Howe? Probably. Oh, no. uh, in Probably 60- Maurice Richard. Yeah. Could be that. Maybe. Check on there. Also in 68, the Maple Leafs got rid of Frank Mahovlich and sent them on to the Red Wings in 68. Mm. You'll remember mm. Frank Mahovlich growing up with the, with the Maple Leafs. The Big M. Year after, they won, year after they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. In 74, mm. George Foreman knocks out Ken Norton in a bite. You know, I used to like Ken Norton. Norton. Ken Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Norton. Uh, here's a good one. This is a really good one. 1983, on this day, Steelers quarterback Terry Bradshaw is admitted to a hospital for surgery to repair his throwing arm. But he went into the hospital under an alias, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> how do people, well, how old was Tom Brady? No, there was no Tom, there was no Tom Brady. No Tom just, Brady. Just made that yeah. name up, Tom right. Brady. Holy yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a few more. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, it's 98, Larry Doe became the first black American League player elected to the Hall. And here's a good one. I didn't know this one here. In 2002, the Dallas Stars, who would think the Dallas Stars, mm. set an NHL record with their 48th straight win after leading after two periods. So they were ahead by two periods and 48 straight times they won the game. Hmm. They had a closer. Mariano came in and saved those games. Hmm. Huh? That's it. <laughs> All right, let's go to baseball. Uh, Fred, what do you have on lockout? Okay. All right. Oh, Danny, of... what do you have, Danny? Again. All right. So just today in 1919, oh. my mother oh. was born. Oh, happy birthday. Lunch with her and her 103rd birthday. Congratulations. Good yeah. to hear her. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to put that in. That's a sporting right. event in itself. <laughs> All right. You, you want to okay, bait lockout? They met, lockout. For, they met for an hour and a half today. Two people, from, two people from each side. No proposals were made. No progress. They're not sure when they're going to meet again. <laughs> and the big thing that came out today is with the cancellation of games, apparently the owners 
Major League Baseball does not have to give rebates to what's called the regional sports networks until 25 games are canceled. Um, so they can. So these games, there, there are no rebates okay. given. But once they get past 25 games, then it's when they have to start giving rebates for games not played and not televised. But to just on personal note with the lockout, what I don't understand and never have in this thing, the owners, is a, this is what called a voluntary lockout on the owners' part. They could have, and sh- in my opinion, should have not had no lockout. They could have continued to be playing while negotiating under the old terms of the CBA. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and the, the one issue that seems to, the one big issue, and there are others, that seems to be under a bone of contention is what's called the CBT, which is now called competitive balance tax. Yeah. The yeah. owners want to keep pretty much the status quo. They, the owners want to keep it at 210, at 210 million for this year, go up to 220 million for the next three years, which 22, 23, 24, then raise it to 224 million for 2025 and 230 million for 2026. The players want to have an increase incrementally from 238 million to this year up 244, 23, 250 in 2024, 256 in 2025, and 263 in 2026. Because the players feel that this. This cap, it's it's teams are not willing to go over this. It's in effect is a salary cap, right? And, right. and it's it is hurting the competitive balance. You know, you have more team. I think it was was it last year was twenty one season where I think or was it yeah where four I think four teams lost a hundred games. You know, right. and there are a lot of there is a lot of mediocrity or even yeah. or worse than mediocrity in baseball. And, and the players are trying to get back into a more competitive edge. Kansas and City. I, I don't. I don't know what the solution is going to be on hand. Obviously, they've canceled the first two weeks of the season. And another issue involved would be the owners are insisting that the players do not get paid for this. The players are saying they can't unilaterally do that and cancel games and and, and not have the players get paid. I mean. What they if, the, if it stays that they don't cancel too many games, what they should do, and I don't know if they're thinking of this, you might remember after 9-11, they just moved the playoffs back a week and they put those games that were canceled. I think I think there were games that were canceled for about a week, maybe a little longer. I, you know, just played them after the regular season was supposed to end. And, you know, I don't know. You know, everybody talks about, well, I'm not coming back to baseball and not this. I mean, I, I think I think a lot of people of our generation might, but but they are they are losing the, the younger the younger generation. And I don't know if, if those people are ever going to be in, interested in baseball. Look at what's going to be happening in April. You have the NBA playoffs. It, look at the Eastern Conference. It's very this year is very competitive in basketball. Usually, a lot of times, you know, you know, even one or two of two or three teams are going to are going to win are going to win. You know, could get to the finals this year. Any any team in the East could get to the finals. You're going to have the hockey playoffs. You're going to have the 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 NFL draft, and this drags on into May. The other thing, the interest is is, is going to wane unless there's the you know the, I don't know how many really more diehard baseball fans there are. 
Yeah. Uh, Steven, you were first. What do you want? Yeah. I got two questions for Fred. How many teams went over to luxury tax this year? Do you know? I'm not sure. I, I really don't know how the number of that. Does any, anybody else have maybe no? Because it's not a hard cap uh, like basketball, right? Yeah. No. no, I don't think there were that many. Maybe the yeah, Dodgers. I read about and, it this morning and I don't remember. I think it was about a half my, a dozen, maybe. Was, was it the Dodgers? Yeah. It was maybe four or five. Dodgers like, and the Yankees. Dodgers, sure. Yankees, Mets, Mets. Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox yeah. Yeah. And my other, my other question was. But, you know, wait, I, I don't know if the Yankees did because there was a comment by Max Scherzer in the paper the other day saying that he says that the San Diego Padres had a higher payroll than the Yankees. Did yeah, they go over? Yeah. They went over, too. Yeah, probably did. Go ahead, Steve. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, who, uh, who rejected the mediation? Was it both sides? No, the, the players. players. The players, yeah, players. rejected and, and And the other thing that sticks in my core is, why did it take 43 days from December 2nd to have a first Yeah, order? that was not problem. I mean, yeah. right. what did yeah. they do the whole month of December? Right. Well, that was time. So I mean, Larry, what do you want right. to say, Larry? Larry? And the the management is not allowing double headers to make up the games, thereby putting pressure on the on the players to get to come to a, an agreement. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Alan, you want to say something, Alan? Yeah, Mike Trout was on, and he said, sort of. "Well, we've got to preserve things for the future ball players." Right. So, and he's going to lose it's... the most. Yeah. Yes. Well. I mean, once you get up in that stratosphere, there are yeah. plenty of 300 million people nowadays. I think Michael wanted to say something. Michael? Yeah. yeah. I just happened to have noticed that in some circles, the Mets are being blamed for the continuation of the uh, of the walkout due to Cohen's uh, unlimited funds. You know, right. So, uh, oh, that's really? also something to take into consideration. It's a sad commentary, but that's what it that's is. It's terrible that one team should hold it. Um, for everybody else, that's Mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, Joe. I'm looking for that article, but when I read about it this morning, that was one of the reasons um, some of the owners voted against Steve Cohen taking over the Mets. They were afraid he was just going to blow up the payroll. Right. I think there were four. There were four, four negative votes. Yeah, sure. Against him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Michael. I am sorry again. I'm because I'm working. Um, Okay. What's work? Hey, I'm in the middle of work. So work? <laughs> I'm, I'm from a union family, and I tend to, I would tend to side players, but, but I, I just, I just find that um, it, all of this is just so remote to me, and to any, any, um, you know, any, any average person who goes and works, you know, makes a decent living. Yeah. Um, yeah. These guys, and I know there are all kinds of other secondary issues, but. A minimum seven hundred thousand dollars a year for so that's what stands out for me, and I know that that their their time playing is of short duration. But you know, many of us we we embark upon careers we never know if we're going to last those careers, or we have to switch to something else. And we certainly don't begin with seven hundred thousand dollars minimum. I just can't, I can't relate to the millionaires. I can't relate to the billionaires. I agree that they should have started this process a couple of months ago. Oh, sure. Both, they both should should suffer. I can't say that I will never I won't watch games, but I can say that I will not go to a game this year. Maybe that's not yeah. sufficient, but I, I just feel there has to be some stand taken um, because the the average fan doesn't matter, no matter how they placate us. You know, it it, it doesn't doesn't really enter right. their screen. These guys are millionaires and billionaires, and when all go 
going on in Ukraine is taking place. They're fighting yeah. over issues that for us, we just can't relate. And then on top of it, Weber said that baseball is just not popular. You know, people, what, football, basketball, young people aren't going to flock to baseball. They right. have been. It's going to continue like that. And this only exacerbates the problem. And you know what? They, they all deserve it. I'm, I'm disgusted. Oh, I agree. Great. Uh, Milton, Milton and Gerald. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to know what you think of players being paid on performance or by the number of games that they play. Or do you feel that management and the manager could limit their plate appearances and the number of games or the pitching starts, you know, to take away those incentives? In most modern industries, you're an employee, you get your base salary, and you get your bonuses based on your performance. Right. I totally agree on that. You should have a base and the rest of it for bonuses, you should earn it. If you don't, mm -hmm. you don't. Totally agree. Uh, Gerald? A uh, <clears throat> couple of thoughts. I think economically, uh, Major League Baseball teams do not do extremely well in April. So I believe that they're not very, very upset if the season starts on May 1 because of weather, et cetera. As we know, uh, it has snowed in Detroit and Toronto in, in April, and uh, it's just not a great month. Uh, it's just not a great month for receipts. A couple of other quick thoughts. Um, there has been, uh, uh, I don't think there's been a study done, but there's been a thought on the part of Major League, the Major League Union that uh, teams that get money from the luxury tax pool, the poorer teams, they're not going out and spending that money on players. They're pocketing that money. Yeah. And number three, number three, I agree with Mike, Michael Clayman's thoughts, but there is something we have to, we have to consider. The, uh, the players make up baseball. They make up the entertainment. They're the ones who attract uh, uh, TV revenues, et cetera. And if you consider the, the outlandish cable TV contracts, I, if I was a player, I'd want to get as much as I could. $700,000 minimum is fine because the, otherwise the owners are going to walk away with the fortune. So why shouldn't the players share in those revenues? So that's I think true. more power to them. That's true. That's a good point. Good point. But the 700000 $700, is a minimum salary. They're getting a lot more than that. Because, first of all, right, just based on their contracts, you know, they get per diems when they travel. They get paid for their hotels. They get paid for sure. their meals. And they don't pay taxes on that particular revenue either. Did you know, for example, that the Phillies' last cable contract was for $5 billion? Well, there you go. Who, so, who, so who's, so who's mm -hmm. paying the salary? You and I as the consumer. That's that right. Want to watch if, it on if, TV. Yeah. That's Way too correct. Much. That's correct. Okay. Now, we are the ones that are footing the bill. Yes. Don't go. Absolutely Don't right. go against. So if it's, it's resolved, you're going to go to the ballpark? You no. have tickets. Yes. No. Danny, you have season tickets, right? Not anymore. We dropped our, our group fell apart after 35 years right. of being together. Why? They will all go if the Mets are winning. 
Barrel will be there the first game, I guarantee. First game, Younger kids don't care anymore. Didn't want to lay out thirty thousand dollars for two weeks. But you know that there's there's less incentive to go. You mean you can watch a game on a big screen TV? You don't like the game? You turn it off. I mean, I happen to have my son-in-law gets the major league package, so if I'm watching a one game and it's eight nothing. I can go watch a game from Cleveland that's tied up in the top of the ninth inning. But just think of the kids. Just, you think, know, just think the first time you ever went to Yankee Stadium or, yeah, or, or Shea yeah. Stadium. What a thrill it was! Yeah. Or if ever you brought your kid to the first time, they went. Yeah. It's it's just a. Yep. It is wow. It's a big I, wow. Know, is right. It I, is. I, right. I, I, re- you know I remember. What they my do at the stadiums? If I may interrupt. Sorry. I've never been to an NFL game. But I see it on TV that they repeat all the all the plays on on the on the giant screens. You go to see a baseball game, you only see the repetition of questionable plays that may be in the favor of the home team. You know, they they, they should show the replay on the big screen of every play that goes on. And and you know what else baseball doesn't do? Right. You go to an NFL game or an NBA game if there's a call or a foul, the officials explain what happened. Right. To the, to the people there. You never see an umpire get on a microphone and never. say we, no. you know, you, you know point, yeah. we have holding that's, on number sixty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's but most of the, the people who go are like they're they're, they're drunk. They don't even care. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You, you can see more at home. You can see a replay from ten different angles. That's the thing, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But that's right. exciting just to go. I know. I leave. I leave awesome. early. I don't stay to the. I'm one of those people, and you, you can. Call me anywhere you want. I leave after seven innings, but unless there's a no hitter going on. Hey, listen, the only time I ever was I had beer spilled on me was doing a med game. That's close. <laughs> Our only power is not going. Everyone's That's right. It doesn't right. happen, but oh. otherwise, I don't think we can complain. That's not going to happen. But oh. boycott games. That's the one way that takes money out of it. That's that's what sends a message. People are willing to stand on that principle. Then yeah. someone will get the message. So what will happen? happen? So what will happen? If the fans decide not to go and you don't get the crowd, you don't have the uh, the sellouts. What's going to happen? A lot of these prices go up higher. A lot, a lot yeah. of these teams, the, a lot of their revenue comes from, you know, you know, people going to the games. Whether it's not just the price of tickets, but the concessions, parking, etc. Right. So right. what's going to? So what's the? What's going to happen? They'll, they'll they come don't back. make money. So what's going to happen? Sends a message. The message will be: We've got to do something different. We can't tolerate striking, doing this because economically we're all suffering. Baseball is suffering, and we have to come up with some other means of, you know. And the players also, their livelihood depends on the economics. They don't. That's the only thing I think we can do. Like anything else, stop paying for it. Then right. there's, no there's no product if there are no people. You know, Michael, it's simple marketing. Okay, you have to figure out something. You have to get the people to come to return, and uh, it, there's no two ways about it. And I'm the kind of baseball fan. Unlike Mark, I could go to Shea, uh, now City Field, and the Mets could be losing six nothing, and I just love sitting in the ballpark, and I'll sit for the full nine, nine innings. And when I go to a Yankee game, right I have to do both bars of New York, New York, because that's how big a fan I am. And I recall. The movie City Slickers, if you all, if you remember, yeah, yeah. the first time, first I think it was Billy Crystal, he goes to Yankee Stadium and he says, it's not in black and white. 
I mean, you see that stadium, it's just an impressive sight, you know? And uh, getting back to what I said to Michael, you have to figure out how to market it. And if you can't figure out, if you cannot figure out how to market it, the sport is going to die. Let's face it. Well, as long as I drive, yeah, Mark, I don't I, want to sit in that traffic. If someone drives me, I'll stay till the ninth inning. Okay, how's that? Sound? <laughs> yeah, now, Larry, and then we'll move on. Yeah, Larry. I have a question. How many? Uh, uh, how many of your grandchildren or 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 children follow baseball? None of mine do. Not not, not none of my grandchildren or my or my son or daughter follow baseball. Yeah, one one well, of my let me, uh, well, let that's me how my son makes his living, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let me ask you. It's up to the parents. In other in other industries, when they can't agree, they usually call in it like a federal mediator. Right. From what I understand, the players would not agree to this. That's correct. Right. That's right. You're, you're, you're 100% yes. right. Yeah, the, owner, the, the owners didn't. But wouldn't no, that have been the fairest please. thing? I also yes, say, I agree. That's what I thought, too. That if there wasn't a deadline, they were getting closer and closer and might have compromised if they didn't have that deadline set by the owners. The players seem to say, this is how I want it to be. Like they're trying to dictate to the owners. This is what I want. This is what I want right across the board. Yeah. And maybe they're not willing to compromise. But I mean, when you look at the CBT, like the owners want 210 for this year, the players 238. So why meet in the middle? Say two twenty-five. Exactly. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But you see, that works. Let's move on because after last week's show, we learned about uh, Derek Derek Jeter yeah. dropping mm. out of the uh, the Marlins organization as a CEO. CEO. Yeah. You guys heard about that, right? What do yeah. you think yeah. about that? Uh, His investment was five million dollars, and he had a salary of five million dollars a year. And he, if he would have waited a little bit more, he may have gotten his money back and then some. I guess he didn't care. Yeah. He, he was used I'm to the Yankee way, I guess. Spend, 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 and you'll and they yeah. don't want to spend any. Uh, that, that's it. Well, they don't get much of a crowd. There's the reason. And then it's always empty that ballpark. Yes, There's no money coming exactly. in. So I wonder what his next uh, adventure is going to be. <laughs> Babysitting. Babysitting. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. And of course, the Mets hired a a, a female, which made female. Elizabeth Benz. Operations, yeah. Yeah. yeah, team's operation director, which I, which is cool. Uh, yeah. young, young girl, young woman. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Eight or something like that. Uh, good luck to her, and let's see yeah. how that goes. But that made that made it news. The Yankees hired uh, Hensley Bam Bam Mullins as their Mullins. assistant hitting coach. <laughs> Which is good, right? Remember Bam Bam. And did you know that there's going to be a baseball team in Staten Island this year? Yeah, really? You know, I mentioned it last night at a meeting. Yeah, right. You were there. But for those who weren't there, <clears throat> you remember there used to be a Staten Island Yankees? Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. then they... Um, Took that, it away. They that, had was, that, was, that was one of Manfred's things, the dismantling the minor leagues. Dismantling the minor leagues. And, and they, 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 got the, they got the short straw. So they were gone and their players went elsewhere. But somehow they reorganized and uh, the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. Okay. And they named Nelson Figueroa as their pitching coach. Agado mm-hmm. Alfonso as their manager. And they'll be playing mm-hmm. in the Atlantic League, the same league as the uh, Long Island Ducks. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful stadium. 
stadium over there. With a nice venue. They're playing nice in that same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's right off the ferry, isn't it? Right, the ferry. So that's why they called it the ferry. Right. right the yeah. All right, it's Michael. Ferry. I know yes. you're waiting to do your rant, and I think now well, is time I'm, to do I'm your rant. By the way, you sponsored this week. You're sponsored by vegetable oil. Mark, did you have a sponsor for my lockout report? All right, is that is that Crisco or Spry? Whatever you want, that makes you happy. What do you got? Well, in all honesty, I was going to begin because I saw an article about Clint Frazier and how his Yankee career uh, went from looking like he was going to be the best star you'd ever want to see on the team to where he ended up, and uh, I was going to talk about that, but instead, I'm going to table that. Because today, in my room here at St. Francis, uh, there wasn't much. I was flipping around with the remote. I ended up at the station, and there was a, a Met Classics. And for me, I'm not that much of a Met fan, but the Met, it, it caught my eye. It looked like it was from uh, August 27th, 19, 1986. And it was the Mets. I don't know if any of you guys remember the game. It was the Mets against the San Diego Padres. And it was a great game. It was uh, uh, five nothing, and Gooden was dealing. And little by little, the Padres catch up, and it went to five five. And in the eleventh inning, the Mets won in a very very exciting fashion. And some of the things that caught my eye about that game: the starting pitcher for the Padres was a gentleman by the name of Ed Whitson. And if oh, Ed yeah. Whitson, you recall, he was a pariah yeah. for the Yankees. The fans yep. hated him so much that as he was leaving the stadium. The fans would be throwing pebbles at him. That's what I thought about him. And it was also very interesting to see some of the players who were on the team. For example, who remembers? Does anybody here know who was the third baseman for the Padres in 1986? Ken Caminetti? Ken Caminetti? Ken a lot of, a lot of, yeah, right. that, uh, give you a little nostalgia. Oh, wow. And so did the Mets. And it was really nice to see uh, Gooden pitch the way he was pitching. And it was also interesting. The winning pitcher was Doug Sisk in the 11th inning. And the losing pitcher for the San Diego Padres, believe it or not, was Goose Gossage. And he was on that team. So I've been a very, very interesting. Which leads me to my thought, okay? In all honesty, this strike and this walkout is going not to be a, a pain. Not a strike. Network. Don't call it a strike. All right. This walk it's a lockout. 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 Not a strike. It's uh, something that is going to be very, very difficult for the sport of baseball. But I, as a diehard fan, know how I could get around it if they do this. And if I'm not mistaken, they did it in 1994. What they have to do is cover the really great seasons of the Yankees and the Mets. And, for example, the, 1980, the 1998 Yankee team was the best baseball team I, I might have ever seen in my entire life. And that's an all-time Yankee fan. And I would assume that most of uh, Mets fans, their favorite team, I don't know if you could do it in, in 69, but I'm sure every game is available in 86. So you have those games, you cover it in the paper, and I would watch. I would love to watch those games when the Yankees were really, really good and all the stars, Rochus and uh, and uh, uh O'Neill and everything like that. And I could survive a season like that as an old-time baseball fan. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if some, some of you guys could too. And uh, that, that would be the only thing that I could think of. The young people wouldn't have any interest in it. Wow. And uh, the way they're marketing and what they're doing with baseball right now, it could be very, very close to being uh, down the tubes anyway. 
but just to try to keep it going for a while. And I remember the Daily News did it in 94. They covered one particular season of both teams, great pennant winning teams. And that would be my solution for people who really can't stand what's been going on with baseball and for people like us to survive. And that's well, my rant. Well, thank you on that. You must have the... Um... The deluxe package, deluxe TV package in the hospital to get those stations. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's go on to Howie's West Coast Report. <clears throat> Howie's West Coast Report this week is sponsored by One Way Signs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, last week we kind of made fun of the Yankees retiring everybody's number from the fat boy to the <laughs> ticket taker and everything. So I looked, I looked and wanted to see. I knew the Giants did something for their players. They retired. They're going to retire Will Clark's number, and that'll be the eleventh number retired. And they'll probably retire probably Posey's number and probably Bochy's number. Just looking in the future, but. What about all these other players who, who you know, don't merit uh, a statue or retirement? Well, what the Giants do is they have these plaques, like Hall of Fame plaques, and I'll try to show it to you uh, from my camera, that's along the wall of the stadium, along uh, the street, it's called King Street. It's a long wall, and... Uh, they have about 50, 51 players. And to be eligible for this, you have to have played for at least five years for the Giants with an all-star game appearance or nine years as, as a Giant. So, for instance, uh, recent years like Rich Aurelia, Sean Estes, Jason Smith, Schmidt were, were added. And... Uh, let me see if I can get the. This is what it looks like. Bring it up close so we see. Uh, mm. It's hard to do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Are the but, Yankees, don't the Yankees have the plaques too? They do. Yeah. Monument Park. Yeah. 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 So along the wall, and it's pretty cool to see. You know, you're walking the, along the street, you're walking along the ballpark, and you stop and see. And, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty <clears> cool. <throat> Honoring players who maybe don't merit the number retired or a statue or anything, but you know, you know, played well for the Giants. So I thought that was uh, that's a pretty good uh, honor. I, I think during our trivia time, you tell us who, how many retired numbers they have. I'm writing names down here while you're talking. How many retired numbers they had? Well, with Will Clark, it'll be a. Well, don't don't tell us the names now, but Will, Will Clark will be how many? 11. 11. 11. We'll be 11. I'm work on my list here. Maybe later you'll tell us if you know all the people. <laughs> oh, I know the numbers. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Tell us later if you, if you oh, know okay. them all. Okay. all right, let's go on to Larry's Fairfax, Virginia report. Uh, he's going to talk about golf. Golf and that uh, sponsor this week. Uh, Larry, your sponsor is Jaywalkers. <laughs> uh, that's not what legal. What do you got? That's illegal. <laughs> the story this week is entitled Golf Can Be Addictive. <laughs> Golf offers physical fitness, weight control, a social event, and a reduction in stress and anxiety. <clears throat> Certainly, these are positive attributes of golf. 
But mental health experts say that golf can be just as addictive as alcohol, drugs, food, or gambling. They have seen that a golf addiction can lead to such serious problems as interfering with eating or sleeping, <laughs> neglecting job and family, and jeopardizing finances. Yeah, Here are three ways mental health experts say may trigger a serious golf addiction. So many gotten up one. So many golfers say they don't care about the score as long as they break a hundred. But once they do, they say the same thing about a score of 90. And the cycle continues. You just keep raising the bar. Number two, golfers long for the right conditions. The ideal weather, a favorable golf course, and their best swinging of the club. But it's unlikely that, that all these things line up just right. <clears throat> so they seek these perfect conditions for a lifetime. <laughs> Number three, the game of golf can't be mastered by most people. Even though golfers know this, they spend inordinate amounts of money purchasing equipment, time on the golf course, and research about the sport. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I know I've golfed in the past. How, how many of <laughs> you guys have golfed at least once or twice in your life? A real, uh, I don't mean major golf, not putt putt golf. <laughs> Pitch and putt. Pitch and putt. No, real golf, real golf. No, yeah. no, no, never did that. Nope. I have for you. Yeah. Try it. I mean, someday, uh, the Yorkers can get together and, uh, you know, a bunch of people don't know what the hell. We know what we're doing, but we're probably terrible. We should golf one time. All <laughs> right. Thank you. a dentist. What's that? I knew of a dentist who was such an addict of golf, he basically gave up his dentistry. Well, there's a case also, of point. Also, remember that dentists have one of the highest suicide yes. rates in yes. the profession. Yes. Hey, let's yeah, know exactly. that one. They're always, yeah. yes. But They're check out the middle of the winter when it's not snowing and the golf course is open. There are people in free, they're freezing their butts off, but they're there golfing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael, go ahead. You know how you can know that golf does not bother you? I remember I was playing golf once, a very nice golf course, you know, high-class golf course. And here's the uh, tee. And right not too far from the tee was a tree. And one guy teed off and hit the tree. The ball went one way. And one guy teed off and hit the ball the other way. Right, right. All four of us were hitting the ball and just hitting it all crooked. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to play out. And while we're walking to our ball, the uh, attendant, you know, the, one of the big cheeses, he, he came by in his golf cart and he goes, hey, schmucks, you're hitting the ball the wrong way. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, let's move on. Thank you for that, Larry. It's good point. I like your stories. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, again, I, I have a little report here oh. on the, the Brooklyn Cyclones. You know, with Major League Baseball, we don't know how when this is going to end, but they're starting their season in early April. And to go to, to uh, Coney Island, they have quite a few bobblehead giveaways. Uh, Brett Batty, uh, there's going to be a Bugs Bunny butt bobblehead. Francisco Alvarez, their, their pride catcher of the future bobblehead. There's a night about nothing, a sign clones celebration <laughs> of wow. Seinfeld. So they do have some special things at, uh, in Coney Island. All right, let's go on to basketball. Oh, uh, Roger, 
before we got a basketball. Just one comment about the Cyclones. Yeah, we went a few years back with a couple of Temple families, Mark. And, uh, you know, I'd never been there. It was exciting. My wife and I, we took the F train, you know, right to the end. Yeah, you know, off. And, um, you know, I was trying to find, you know, see who was around. And I didn't re- recognize too many names, but a guy hits a grand slam in the first inning and no one's even paying attention. <laughs> I mean... And most of the players you wouldn't know because it's like early, right. you know, like low ball, you know. Right. Like between, eight, between, eight, between each inning, they had whatever, you know, promotions and guys, people running the bases or. For the know, kids. Everything is for the kids. Yeah, Get exactly. them involved somehow. To, you know. yeah, it was all low key stuff. Yeah. Okay. Fun. All right. How about basketball? Fred, you're going to do the uh, the Ron report today. Yeah, right. right. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't have much hockey, but basketball, well, it's, it's been a sad state of affairs in the pros for the Knicks and Nets the last little while. The Knicks have lost six in a row. They've <laughs> lost 16 out of 19. And they're going nowhere. And I read an interesting fact in one of the columns in today's post. In, I think it was Ian O'Connor's column. Do you realize that since 1985, when they drafted Patrick Ewing, they do have he's the last player that they have drafted, developed, kept on the team, who became mm-hmm. a star. Wow. I mean, they had they had some good players, but they traded him, like Mark Jackson. They traded, mm. you know, may, mm. maybe maybe R.J. Barrett will develop, but mm. but before that, they really have not been yeah. been very good in the talent development mm. area. And hey, Fred, yeah, Fred, how long is uh, how long is Madison Square Garden and Dolan 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 the Knicks? Dolan the Knicks. That's a good question. I, I know I've had it before. Par- was it Paramount had it? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I know. I know. Sonny Werblin was he? That was he going back a lot more years. He owned it, and pa- and I think Paramount had it, and then then Cablevision took over, and Dolan got it from his father. You know, I'm- they've been. You know, he's been. He's been one of the chief reasons why they've been awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, he just developed players. I mean, I mean, they, they've had a few. Uh, they've had a few near misses. I mean, they, they, they were one draft pick away from drafting. Uh, Steph Curry, who went number seven to uh, uh, Golden State, and then they got um, who was it? Uh, Jordan Hill, whoever you remember him. Ooh, and, 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 and yeah, yeah and, and, and years ago they drafted Frederick Weiss, who never played a game for France. Right. When, when 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 they could have drafted Ron Artest, the local That's guy. That's what I was going to say, Fred. Yeah, yeah. And then they drafted yeah. such guys as Mike Sweetney out of Georgetown. I don't. I remember him. You know, Frank Nitakino, a lot of well, a lot of teams passed on Donovan Mitchell, but yeah. you know, there's different players there they could have, but they haven't. And as far as the Nets, well, tonight Kevin Durant makes his return after being out since January 15th. There, you know they, why he's coming back today? I think they're one game uh, above 500. No, yeah, I was going to get into that. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're actually one game. You're right, 32 and 31. They're in eighth place, so they're they're in the um, playing oh, yeah. group. And as a matter of fact, they're they're closer to being out of the playoffs, number eleven, Wizards, than they are to the to the sixth place, where the Cavaliers and Celtics are tied, which would guarantee them a playoff spot. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, so them making the playoffs is no no guarantee. I mean, Phil, and Philadelphia looks really good the first few games with Harden and Embiid, and now they're saying Ben Simmons that he's not going to play probably for the whole month of March. He's doing they, they, what the Nets are calling reconditioning, and, 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 out, and out west, Phoenix is still running, 
Russia. Did anybody see this amazing shot at the end of the first half of a game that John Morant made the other night? He, he took, it was a full, it was like two seconds to go in the first half and a full length pass to him in the corner. And he's like in one motion, like, like a, you know, like a one-timer is in hockey. Mm-hmm. Caught the pass, caught the ball, and just put it up with, in, in the space of about a second and a half. Fantastic shot. Yeah. And Memphis is playing really great out West. They, they could Could've be a some, be great. some player. Yeah. That, that's why this year's NBA season playoffs are going to be great. Because, you know, a lot of years you have maybe one, two, three, four, maybe teams who you think can, you know, can get to the finals. But in, in the East, it's wide open. You know, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, anybody. Look at Boston. West, and Boston is playing hot right. I mean, any, any one of the eight teams – or, or at least the top six could get it. And if the Nets, who, who knows what's going to be with these uh, vaccination um, restrictions. So, I mean, if the, if the Nets make the playoffs, Kyrie Irving might play. And that's something you didn't think you'd be saying in, in, in March, if the Nets make the playoffs. Amazing, right? right? They, were, they were talked about to be the number one seed. Right. And then, then the, boom, were, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, out west, you got to think Phoenix, Golden State, and the um, – Memphis are the best team. Is, I mean, how are you probably Dallas. the West a little more? But Dallas then, also. Dallas is probably Dallas, yeah. Yeah. And, and an amazing thing happened in college basketball last Saturday. The, the, six, the top six teams right. that were, were ranked in the AP poll all oh, yeah. lost. They all lost. But they, they all lost yeah. to good teams. You know, yeah, right. Except, you know, not, you know not, great, not great teams, but, you know, good, a lot of these good teams. So the NCAA tournament is coming up and in two weeks selection Sunday will be March 13th. And a lot of, you know, it's a wide open field. There's not one team that really sticks out and says, you know, we, you know, we, we know they're going to get to the finals last year. A lot of people thought that Gonzaga and Baylor were the cream of the crop and they were, but the, every year you, you never know. You have a team like last year, UCLA, which played in the, in the first four and made its all made its way all the way to the final four. That's what's great about that tournament. It's like my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. And hockey, I really don't have much. Rangers lost two in a row. They they played a great game last night. Good they're, game. And they're in third place in the division. But then they're they're playing well. They they, they played well last night, except for a two minute about a two two minute span with St. Louis scored three goals. And then they came back. The island this season is shot. There's no way they're making the playoffs. They're 17 games, 17 points out of out of any any playoff spot, so they're they're, they're shot. The hockey trade deadline is coming up in two weeks, so for two or three weeks, who knows what's going to happen? And that's all. I got. I don't have much in hockey. That's all it. Right. Thank you. And now we have a couple of people want to respond. All right, Larry, yeah. you first. The Capitals and the Wizards are going nowhere. They're, they're, for example, the Wizards are five under <clears throat> five under five hundred five games under five hundred, and they're not. Not doing very well, Larry. Don't say, don't say they're going nowhere because they still can get in that play-in. They're only three well, games. We'll they're see. only three I, games I, behind I don't the net. I have a little confidence that will happen. Okay, that's <laughs> well, you're allowed to have your opinion on that. There's, there's, well, Matt, a, Matt. there's one interesting uh, trivia uh, fact. They yeah. the Wizards signed the first <clears throat> player from uh, the country of Col- of Colombia. First first NBA player. Yeah, good for him. Uh, you know his name. Enrique, I forget the last name. He has a one-year contract with the minimum of five hundred thousand dollars. 
Nice. I'm sure um, Len will talk about that one. Joe, you want to comment? I just wanted to say, Harden looks completely different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. He played, he played his way out of Brooklyn. He and just I, looks completely yeah. different now. Since that yeah, trade. I just want to add one more yep. thing, Mark. Yeah. As far as local colleges and the NBA Enrique, thank it, you. The, the, the best bet is probably going to be Wagner, who's sec, sec, who's right now playing in the first round of the Northeast Conference tournament. They they did not get the first seed because they, they blew a game to a team that was 4-20, and Fairly Dickinson. So they had a second seed, but maybe they'll still get in. And on Tell us about Georgetown. Oh, yeah, I will. And the only way St. John's gets in is if they win the, the Big East tournament. Yeah, they they, they clinch the seventh and, seed. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Georgetown has lost 19 in a row. 19 in a row. In a row. Patrick Ewing is their coach. But, I but think he, he got a vote of confidence from the athletic director. You know what that means? He's gone next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. He'll take Larry, over the Knicks. Talk about the fact you leaving Georgetown in your area, them, them, them moving on. Yeah, they'll move on. Meanwhile, there's a story, a, a basketball story I, I read this week about a Michael Jordan story. Maybe some of you guys saw this. An unused ticket yeah. from Michael Jordan's first yeah. game saw ever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which originally cost $8.00. And fifty cents Good. sold for four hundred and eighty, four hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, on October twenty-six, nineteen eighty-four, thirty-eight mm-hmm. years ago, a guy named Michael Cole bought two tickets for a Bulls game. He was a student at Northwestern University, but he couldn't find anyone to go to the game <laughs> with. I don't know how popular the dude was, but he couldn't find anyone to go to the game, right? So he simply put the unused ticket in some folder, left it, and he went to the game alone. Uh, Heritage Auction said it was the only unused intact ticket still around. So, wow. I imagine Michael George must have been that good then. Well, he was the he was the number his first game. He was like two, he was the third. Pick, he was, was he was the third pick. third third overall pick. third overall pick that day. Right. Wow. Okay. Um, and you want to talk about that outdoor game, or does it mean it's not important? I, I don't know too much about it. The Lightning uh, played an outdoor game in Nashville. Yeah, I, the first they, they, the truth, first outdoor game in Nashville. There were sixty eight thousand people for a yeah. hockey game. Yeah, you, you and the home team lost. Okay. Okay. So, uh, in football, um, stories about uh, well, first of the big story today is that they're going to end the COVID protocols immediately. Oh yeah. That that broke today. Uh, decision based on what's the common trend trend in the United States. So no more testing and no more masks. Go on the way things were prior to, unless the state you're playing in. Uh, has a has a man still has a mandate. You got to go by the state, but um, if it doesn't, you don't have to. Uh, Troy Aikman <laughs> leaving Fox to work in ESPN Monday Night Football. I yeah. thought that was big news. What do you think about that? I wonder you know? if uh, if uh, Buck will uh, follow him. Yeah, they trying to get him. I think Buck has one more year on his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I, I read that he's going to be getting the same pay as Tony Romo. 
how did Tony Romo come up from like, I mean, Aitman's been around for forever. Right, right. And very popular and very good. And all of a sudden, uh, um, Romo's getting the same money. Romo's good. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you guys, Tony Romo is a fantastic analyst. Okay. Yeah. I, I think he's by far the best. He, he, oh, yeah. he calls the plays beforehand. He's unbelievable. He real and he explains it really well. He's worth it. I, I mean, I thought Troy Aikman was pretty good, but Tony Romo is unbelievable. And they're paying him. Really? Yeah. 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 That's probably why. Uh, Fred, you want to add to that? No, I just wanted to ask a question. I thought of it. If anybody knows the answer to this, with this new Thursday night Amazon Prime, if you if your local team is playing. Is that game going to be on a local, local TV? Like if you have like the ESPN games now are on ch- here in New York, like Channel, if the Giants are playing, they show them also on Channel 11. Or is that going to, even if it's local, your local team is going to be exclusively on this Amazon Prime? I don't know. I know I know. out here when the Thursday night games were on the NFL Network. Yeah. The local when you uh, are in the box building, uh, channel would uh, tell us yeah, yeah, the same, same thing. Same thing here. Just installing. But it's wondering about the Amazon Prime office computer. Period. Never had a problem. Who's that? I don't know. Okay. So um, let's move on. The schedule. Some of the schedule came out. They made some highlights. The Raiders and the Jaguars. Are going to open the preseason Hall of Fame game the first week of August. Tampa Bay is going to play uh, a regular season game in Germany. That's the first time they're going to be a game in Germany. No date, no opponent. (laughs) But you're going to go to Germany somehow and play a game. Well, they'll announce the schedule in April. Yeah, the Packers and the Saints are going to be playing uh, not against each other, but in London. And it's the first time the Packers have gone across the, uh, the ocean to play. And, of course, the Jaguars are going to play their usual game in London, um, which they've been doing since 2013. The Cardinals are going to play in Mexico City. So they're trying to expand. And all this, remember I mentioned last week, London would like a Super Bowl. Why not? Who knows down the line what's going to happen there. But we know the Dolphins have no interest in Deshaun Watson because he doesn't even know what's happened to his future. So why are they going to get involved in his future? And uh, that story's there. Oh, what else? What else? Oh, there were deaths. There were two deaths to talk about in football. Uh, one person I remember, one person I really don't remember. Football. Ken Burrow. B-U-R-R-O-U-G-H. Double O. Wide receiver. Double O. He was the Wide last receiver. player, receiver, to wear the double O. 77 oh. years old. And they restricted using zero and double O in 1973. I thought there was a player wearing zero these days, but I guess not. No, I don't know. Think... zero. They said it's from 1973. They restricted it. I mean, Jim Otto, but that was, be- mm-hmm. was gone before them. Yeah. Yeah. So he died. Uh, and then the other one, I wasn't too sure, but Lionel James. They called him Little Train. He's 59 years old, former Auburn and San Diego Charger running oh, back. Running back, yeah, yeah. Don't remember him at all. He was a remember. short guy, five foot six. He played five years with the Chargers. Uh, but he was like a little guy. And so, like, he was like an all purpose guy. Uh, he ran, did punt returns, kickoff returns. 
supposedly he had a lengthy um, illness and eventually he died. But uh, anyone remember him? Lionel James? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they do. I do. Oh, name sounds good. The early days, what was that? That was the um, the 80s. I don't remember him at all. Okay. Uh, sports betting. You know, ever since uh, <laughs> New Jersey was worried when New York was able to get sports betting, they thought that would, it hit their market too. But of course, New York is like number one in the, in the world now. <laughs> But the jersey's right there too. They're still making their money, so it hasn't hurt anyone. And uh, has there been any uh, things on the impact in Las Vegas sports betting? Because don't, don't have those numbers. Thirty-three states have legal betting right now. I thought it was I, more than thirty-three, but I think 30. they're waiting for California, right, Howard? Howie's not there. I was there. He's moved around. Oh, yeah. Someone, I'm someone leaves. Can how that works with these. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I thought. They don't have it. I don't it really follow there. sports betting. They don't have you it, either. right? They don't have it here. Yeah. No. Okay, they don't have it yet. I mean, California no. obviously would become the number one market if they do get it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't doubt about it. Fifty thousand runners will be in the marathon. So they're yeah, going back to that, uh, yeah. previous yeah. number. Fifty thousand runners. I think that's probably yeah. the most they've ever had. Yeah, yeah. So they have no restrictions on that. Uh, there was oh. a there was a death in track and what you want to oh. say somehow again? Yeah. Well, out here in California, you know, they have the Indian casinos, and uh, there's always been a big. Uh, uh, fight between the Las Vegas organizations and the uh, who own the casinos and the Indian casinos. And I think that's what's stopping uh, sports betting. Yeah, could be. Makes could sense. Be. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, very easy to bet and everything with computer. Just do it online. Yeah. As easy as just to buy something from Amazon. <laughs> it's always, that's how you put a bet too. And then the money yeah. goes right into your account. Uh, you no, 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 it goes, into, it goes into the uh, <laughs> the casino's <laughs> account. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a death in, uh, in track and field. I, I don't recall this person. Uh, John Landy. Oh, it was a great, great, great British miler. Australian miler. Oh, yeah. Australian miler. 91 years old. So he, he, he ran quite a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> but he was known for the... Uh, his mile of the century with Roger Bannister. Roger oh, Bannister, we all know. I think, I think he was West the something. second guy to break yeah. the four-minute mile. The four-minute mile, right. Bannister yeah. was Bannister one. Was he became number two, right. right. You're wearing my shirt again. But I don't remember him at all, but maybe you guys do. No, I do. I do. Yeah. So they have a match race in uh, Bannister? Before 1955, Mark. That's why I would remember you by Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Mark? Yeah, I, yes, I, exactly. I, I think him and Bannister had a match race too after yeah, he broke yeah, the four minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they called yeah. the mile of the century. Right, he won. Mile of the century. Yeah, mm-hmm. so don't, don't recall him. Um, by the way, last weekend in, in golf, there was something called the Honda Classic. Well, who cares if you're a golf, unless you're a follow golf? I brought it up because I drive a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and you want to get into politics. What do you think about this with the Russia and, and, the, and the soccer? They're eliminating them to play yeah. in the World Good. Cup. Should good. Good. good, should all the countries around don't want to go in and Thank play. You. They don't want to play them. Uh, they're like ostracizing them. The, the innocent, the only innocent uh, athletes are getting the brunt. they're doing it. They're doing it in. Uh, they're doing it in uh, music as well. Metropolitan yeah. Opera, right? Yes, Jayev and the Tremko, the. Whatever her name is, both of them, both Russians gone. Yeah, I guess you got to do that. Yeah. I guess you got to do that. How do you like who the mayor of Kiev is? What's that? Yeah. How do you like who the mayor of Kiev is? Right. Klitschko, right. Klitschko, the boxer. Yeah, you're right. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. right. That's something. And the president's Jewish, huh? What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Zelensky? Zelensky. What yeah, kind of a crazy a, world is that? Yeah, he's an ex-comedian. Ex-comedian. All right, uh, uh, Danny, any bowling news to tell about? We have time to talk about bowling. Well, yeah, if anybody ever has a chance to uh, <laughs> uh, go on YouTube, whatever, look at uh, last weekend. Then on Sunday was the uh, finals of the uh, tournament of champions. Uh, conditions were such that you had top bowlers in the world that uh, made everybody look uh, very human. Um, in the finals, the national TV. They missed spares. They were making mistakes, which is beyond belief. Uh, at the end of the day, Don Barry, the British bowler, won the Tournament of Champions and winning the bowling's Triple Crown. But uh, it was absolutely amazing to see how some of these fabulous bowlers were missing seven pins, ten pins, leaving splits on national TV. It just brought everybody else down to earth that uh, they can have days like that no matter what the conditions are. I think they did it on purpose. Well, it, it, no, it wasn't. It, not when you're bowling for, for the type of prize money that they were bowling for and the prestige. You're talking about the top five, some of the top five bowlers in the world that uh, um, just simply were faced with conditions which were very, very tough and, uh, and made um, mistakes which are un, never seen before. It was pleasure, pleasure to see that, that it was a tournament finals that wasn't just a competition of how many strikes, but the, 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 the talent that goes beyond that of uh, leaving spirits, didn't even make any of them. The chopping spears, it was absolutely amazing to watch. I mean, I recorded it. It's just, it was just incredible. It really brought everybody else down to earth uh, along those lines. It was Very really nice. good. Very nice. Okay. Uh, I want to go to trivia questions. That's that trivia time. We're getting here early today, so right. who'd like to do the first to uh, do a question? All right, Howie, I see your hand. All right. What major league pitcher racked up the most career wins without ever winning the Cy Young Award? Cy Young. Mm. Ah, you're right. <laughs> you go. that, is good, that is a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Milton. Yes, sir. In the same year that Will Chamberlain scored the 100 points against the Knicks, in the exact same year, what was the second highest total and who was it against and did he win or lose? I remember that. He scored 78 and lost to the Lakers. Wow. Mm -hmm. yep. And then the season. following, 
The following year, he scored 73 against the Knicks and won. Of course. Who had the scoring, who had the most points in a game before Chamberlain came around? Joe Fulks. Is that true? 63, I think, wasn't it? I think so. I think it's 63. I think it was Joe Folks, yeah. Right. I think that was... Right. And who's come closest to the 100 games? 100 points. Didn't Kobe Bryant score 81? Yeah, and who was it? Was it David Thompson, the same game, the last game of the year? One yeah. had 81 and one had 76 in the same yeah, game. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. All right, who's up? Michael. Who has the most consecutive postseason games with a home run? What individual? Postseason. Hmm. Postseason. Is it recent? Uh, yeah, not that long ago, but six years ago. Oh, six years ago. Six years ago. So it's 2000. Six, seven years ago. 17, 15, 15, 15, 15. Home run, home run, home run. Consecutive. Well, how many games? Three? No. no uh, six straight games from game, starting from game four. But Murphy. I was going to say right. that. Who said that? <laughs> Daniel Murphy. Right. Murphy. He's too good. Murphy. Okay. Murphy. Good. good. All right, uh, Gerald, you're up. What MLB player led the league or tied the league in home runs uh, for the longest extended period of time. He's got the record. Ralph Kiner. Yes. 19, uh, oh, very good. let's see, 1946 to 1952. Yeah, what Ralph an amazing Kiner. play he was. Ralph Kiner. Yeah, he was. Ralph Kiner, Back 369 home runs in 10 years. Wow. Back to him in. Uh, yeah. who, who had 131 career wins? 131 career wins. And he won two Cy Youngs. So in, that's all he had. He won 131 career games. And won the, free, the free. Uh, not Randy Linsicum. Jones. Tim Linsicum. No, but that's a good one. Good. Yeah, he must have had more wins. Linsicum must have more. Randy Jones. I had, less. I had that Danny McLean. Huh. Oh, McLean? No. We know. McLean only had 131 that's wins. That's it. That's it. But even so though he, he won, 30, won 30 games. Yes. And he only won 99 games besides the 31. Check his, oh, someone that's... check his records. I read, read uh, it somewhere. I find that hard to believe. Well, but I'm not arguing. All right, Fred, go. We'll come back. What, what two managers were traded for each other? Oh, that was easy. Uh, Dykes, Jimmy uh, Dykes. Right. Paul Richards? One. No. No. Joe Gordon? Joe Gordon is right. Jimmy Dykes, Joe Gordon. Right, remember the two matches being traded? Yeah, Cleveland and Detroit, if I remember correctly. I think that's right. Okay, uh, uh, Howie. Uh, no, just to talk about Linsicum. Linsicum only won 110 games. Oh, but he won, okay. He oh, won two Cy Young okay. awards. Right. Interesting, right? And he won what? Two. Two Cy Youngs. Two Youngs, so that beats, that oh. beats mine. So I don't know when I wrote this. <laughs> I didn't write it 10 years ago. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. All right. Like we does some work on Denny McLean. Maybe it's the miracle league. I don't know. Who else? Uh, Michael. Okay. Who was the last New York Ranger to lead the NHL in goals? Mm. Esposito. <laughs> yeah. No. Big Hatfield. I'll give you a hint. It's a Jerry Schwartz type question. Oh my it's God! I'm a god. Nineteen twenty-six. Nineteen thirty-six. 
Andy oh, Baskin. A famous name, actually. Not Andy Baskin. No. Hmm. No. 50s? 50, uh, 41, 42. Oh, no, 40. Oh. Who knows? Oh. Famous name. They were playing hockey. So, well, who is Neil Patrick. Oh. All right. Lynn Patrick. Oh, Lynn Patrick. Oh, that's the same one to Patrick. Okay. Who else has a question? Who's the only St. Louis Cardinal to have his uniform number retired, but he's not in the Hall of Fame? Red hmm. Shandies? Nothing. No. Nothing? No, Tory? Ken Red Boyer? What? Ken Red Boyer? Red I say Fred, what's that? Ken Boyer. Ken Boyer is, is correct. His, wow. Uh, I'm thinking of the 60s. 14, uh, yeah. Okay, Fred again. 1964 World Series. Mickey Mantle hit a grand slam home run. Who was the pitcher? Hit it off. Bonnie Schultz. That's right, Bonnie Schultz. Well, that was a grand was slam? Wasn't yes. a grand slam. Yeah. Sure, was, was it? No? No. no? I don't think that was a grand slam. slam. All right, wasn't a Bob grand slam. Bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the Okay. thought it was a grand slam. No, I think McCall in that McCall World McCall Series, I think. Uh, grand slam. Who hit it? Who did? Boy, Ken Boy hit a grand boy. All right. All right. So I had yeah. Oh, okay. Cleet, well. Cleet and Ken both hit home runs in yeah. the seventh game. Ken and Cloyd. Yeah. Not Cloyd. Cleet. You know what I remember about <laughs> that World Series? Also. Uh, during the, it was during that World Series that the key to Khrushchev was deposed, and Brezhnev and Kosijin came in as leaders of Russia. Wow. <laughs> that I don't Next remember. Where are they now? We need All right, uh, Gerald. Just remember that. Name the, three, name the three. Name Name the three National League teams that have back-to-back -back World Series victories. Reds. Reds, nineteen seventy-five, seventy-six. Uh, back to back. Let's see. Charlie. World Series. The A's. The A's did it. No, you no, said National World League. Series and nationally? Nationally. 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 World Series titles, right? So it's not the Braves. Yes. Not the Braves. They not lost the, one year. Said the Reds. Not even the Dodgers. Cardinals? No. Cubs? Cubs, 1907 and 1908. Sure. Oh, I remember. There's, there's one more team. The Dodgers. No, I don't think so. No, the Dodgers have uh, back to back. Uh, Pirates, maybe? Not even the Giants. Somebody said the Giants. Giants, the Giants. 1921 and 1922. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Howie, what are those Giants? New York. You know, the retired number? Oh, the 11, yeah. Yeah, I got him. What do you got? Uh, both of them, yes. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Let's see if we can figure it out. Okay. I have Mays. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, Christy Matthewson and John McGraw didn't have numbers. Oh, there. okay. They're off my list then. Okay. All right. Number three. Uh, no, Ott's number four. Number three. Hunter Irvin. Uh, first baseman. Later manager. Lockman? Whitey Lockman? Whitey Lockman. No, no. This guy hit over 400. <laughs> George Sisler? Sisler. No. no, I never played. No, Bill, Bill Terry. Bill Terry, yeah. Oh, Bill Terry. Terry. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. All right, Bill oh, Terry. I knew that. Number 11. You'll probably never guess this. Frankie Frisch? No. Chuck no, he's a pitcher. Pitcher. 
A Jack number Sanford. eleven pitcher? Jack yeah. Sanford. No. No. Good guess. Earlier. Earlier. Gotta be earlier. Johnny Antonelli. John, what? New York Giant. Johnny Antonelli. No. Earlier. Grissom. Grissom. Hall of no. Famer. Hubble. Paul Hubble, right. Uh, Hubble. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you said Hall of Famer. I have an easy one. Monty Irvin. Right. Monty Irvin, yeah. 24. Willie. Nice. 25. Bonds. Very 27. Good. Which the the other Barry, bonds, they Barry bonds, right? Barry bonds. Twenty-seven. Barry Shell. Barry Thirty. Cepeda. Cepeda. Eight. Thirty-six. Johnny Mize. No. Wow, my list is when picture. Probably... picture. picture. Yeah. Picture 36. Well, Jack Sanford. Was yeah, for Jack Sanford. No. I don't think he was good enough to be. No. No. A giant There's picture. There's a statue of him outside the park. What? Uh, let's see. There's a statue of... Initials. GP. Gaylord Perry. Okay, it's right. Gaylord Perry. Oh, yeah. Right. And yeah. Uh, 44. Willie McCovey. Willie McCovey. Wow, that was interesting. Struggle for us, but we got it. Yeah. Right, who else? So, Michael, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, who was the youngest player in the NBA to win an MVP at the age of 22? Derek Rose. And who did he, who was the one before that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. MVP. Iverson? No. Who? Alan, Alan Iverson? Iverson? No, no. <laughs> no. Hold on. And man. this guy was only 23. Um, Big, Bulvan, Big Bill Von Forward. One of the what, best what? ever. What? Big Bull Von Forward. Big, 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 strong forward. Oakley. Oakley. No. no. By what team? Uh, the, I think the Bulls and the uh, uh, Bulls. Pippen. Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Pippen. No, mm. no. Mm. McCauley? Um, no, easy. In no. Oh. What's it? W-U. Oh. W-U. Are you named? Yes, sir. Who said that? Oh, Sunset. 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 1939. 38. And who were the participants? Well, Cincinnati Reds. Brooklyn. No, that was first. Night. No, Princeton first versus Princeton versus Columbia University. Princeton won two to one. May 17th, 1939. Yeah, I would never watch. want to watch Jerry. Uh, Reggie Jackson hit four home runs in the World Series on four consecutive pitches. Right. So who were the pitchers? One was Charlie Bob Welch. Bob, yeah, Charlie Bob, Welch. Bob Welch. Yeah. No Bob Welch. No. Rick Roden. Rick Roden. No Rick no. Roden. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, Charlie Huff was number three of the four. Who was the first one? Second one and fourth one. Ah, jeez. Yeah. Seventy-seven. Steve. Steve Howe. Steve Howe on a team. No. Kurt Hooten gave up one, right, Mark? Hooten. 
first. first. The second one is very, it's a rare guy. You probably won't remember. What's the initials? E-S. 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 Forgot. E-S. E, like like eyes. Elias Sosa is still around. right. Very good. Really good. Very good, Roger. I don't know who to Jackson do. Wait, wait, there's one more, 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 Few more. We got a few more minutes to go. A few more minutes. Go ahead, uh, Gerald. Who was the only man who played professional hockey and professional baseball? Clavin. I'm glad. Oh, really? No. 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 Baseball card of him. I'm in a, in talking a about. I'm talking about NHL and, and MLB. NHL and MLB. Market. I don't think he ever played. Okay, it's a baseball. Yeah. That's baseball correct. Card That's him. correct. Who was the answer? Was it James Riley? Oh, oh, oh what's, what's correct? <laughs> what was, I I was, Riley. What was correct? correct. <laughs> Isn't his uniform retired by the Yankees, James Riley? Riley yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the only boxer, heavyweight boxer to retire uh, undefeated? Marciano. 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 Marciano, yeah. Right. 49 and I was autographed once. Okay. What else do we have? Anybody else? Still have it? I don't think so. <laughs> I think I got it anyway. I met him. He up they opened the savings bank right where I moved where my apartment building was. Oh yeah, they used to have that all the time. Yeah, when, they, yep. when they opened banks, you see yeah, giveaways and celebrities. Yeah. Yep. Uh Danny. Yes. Don't go to sleep on us. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to text you something at the end of the show. So check All your right. phone in about 10 minutes. Okay. Maybe in five minutes. No, there's no more question. We can end right now. Um, right. Gerald. What was the shortest game in MLB history? 50 some odd minutes. 52 minutes? Very, hour, 51 yeah. minutes, right. 1919. Phillies and Giants. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine paying. Wow. Well, they left the gloves on the field. $200 uh, 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 for a family, and you're there for 51 minutes. And they probably used one baseball, right? <laughs> well, we'll look at it this way, Mark. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had to leave early. I know I would have been there at uh, 40 minutes or something, 30 minutes. He would have left the Craxel wasn't on the mound. Yeah, right. All right, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it um, now. I want to thank you again for uh, yeah. coming up. Uh, nice show. Nice talking sports with you for the last hour and a half. Uh, nice. where we're quickly approaching a hundred. And yep. uh, and you don't look a day over 70. Again, if you have any ideas, additional ideas for show number hundred, um, my I'm all I'm all ears. I'm all ears. So please, please, please. Uh, the the Dallas Cowboy uh, cheerleaders. They're coming on, yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs>
Guys, have a great week, and I'll, I'll see you. Thank Adios. you, Mark. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mark. Mike. Be good. Yeah. Take care. Have everybody. a good, well. good week. Thanks, Mark. Bye, guys. Good luck, Mike. Bye. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Yeah, yeah, good luck, yeah, Mike. Feel, feel good, Mike. Feel sure better. Like feel better. Right. Take right. care. Bye-bye. Take care, Mike. Yeah, feel better. All right. You be well, kiddo. Everybody take care. You too, Mike. You. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye, guys.